Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Out of the Beltway by early tomorrow, and then we're tracking more rain by Sunday afternoon. But tomorrow is dry with increasing clouds and highs back into the 50s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now it's 57 degrees in Falls Church. We have 56 in Beltsville. It's 57 in downtown D.C. At 459. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm John Doman. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... Two breaking stories. First, a jury awards two former election workers nearly $150 million in the Rudy Giuliani defamation trial. And we now have a cause of death in the case of friend star Matthew Perry. Once Congress gets back from the holiday break, it will only have days to prevent another potential government shutdown. We'll go in-depth with our Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller at 5.15. Also tonight... It was on a list of potential closures. Now the Potomac Yard Metro Station could see massive crowds. I'm Kate Ryan. WTOP News Time, 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Wendy Gillette. Breaking this hour, a jury has awarded over $148 million in damages in the Rudy Giuliani defamation case to two former Georgia election workers. Giuliani had falsely claimed the women helped steal the 2020 presidential election. CBS's Rob Legary. Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss's attorneys have said that this is not just about repairing their damage, but also about sending a message. And so... That is why if you look at the breakdown of the damages here, we have compensatory damages, which make up $16 million for each on, um, on, on defamation of the reputation. But Moss celebrated the victory. The flame that Giuliani lit with those lies and passed to so many others to keep that flame blazing changed every aspect of our lives. Giuliani says he will appeal the verdict and call the damages amount, quote, absurd. CBS News legal analyst Jessica Levinson on the high figure. I think what we're seeing is defamation law really is standing in as a way to protect people who are harmed by public officials who are engaging in disinformation and misinformation. Another developing story, a just-released autopsy report on Friends star Matthew Perry shows he died from acute effects of the anesthetic ketamine. The report from the L.A. County Department of Medical Examiner shows secondary effects included drowning in his jacuzzi and coronary artery disease. The 54-year-old was found dead in his home on October 28th. The Israeli military says three hostages were killed by friendly fire during its ground operation against Hamas in Gaza. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby called it a tragic mistake. Obviously, uh, this is not an outcome that anybody uh, wanted to, to see. What is known is that it happened as Israeli forces carried out a military campaign against Hamas. Admiral Kirby says President Biden has been briefed about the killings, while Israel will be examining what went wrong. I'm sure they will do the forensics and to try to figure out uh, how, how they got, how this happened. The Israeli army's chief spokesman does say troops found the hostages and erroneously identified them as a threat. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, the White House. More out-of-state patients are traveling to Minnesota to get an abortion. The number jumped from 9 to 30 percent from 2020 to 2023. Ruth Richardson is CEO of Planned Parenthood North Central States. If the trajectory that we are seeing um, continues, we're going to continue to see more pressure in Minnesota and in other states that have uh, access to abortion care. 
Stocks finished mostly up. The Dow gained 56 points. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 503, it's Friday evening, December the 15th. 55 degrees still right now. We're going to head down to around 30 under clear skies. Good evening, I'm John Dome. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story we're following for you this hour on WTOP. The Doomsday Budget, released by Metro earlier this week, included the closure of the Potomac Yard Metro Station in Alexandria because at this point it has so few riders. But the station is one of the key reasons the Caps and Wizards are considering a potential move to a $2 billion sports and entertainment complex across the Potomac. WTOP's Kate Ryan kicks off our team coverage. Alexandria City Mayor Justin Wilson says there's lots of work ahead if team owner Ted Leonsis moves the Caps and the Wizards to the city. And the Potomac Yard Metro Station is at the heart of those transportation plans. There is no way that the current station could accommodate uh, this use as is. Metro General Manager Randy Clark, who told reporters Thursday he had no involvement in discussions of the deal, agrees. Uh, it does have a large mezzanine, which kind of could be helpful for some crowd management, but people have to get up there. So, I mean, if it's a $2 billion investment, I would like to think that there will be some type of interaction with us to, to do that. WTOP asked Wilson about Clark's insistence that he wasn't involved in any discussions on the move. Wilson said in an email to WTOP that he couldn't provide a TikTok on the communications, but that the city and WMATA are, quote, in sync and will collaborate on investments moving forward. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now, some local leaders hope the potential move for the basketball and hockey teams will provide a much-needed boost for Metro. WTOP's Mitchell Miller today on the Hill. Virginia Senator Tim Kaine says there's concern about a possible widespread reduction in service for Metro riders. We're having a discussion right now about Metro funding and that Metro might have a funding deficit that can only be addressed by cooperation between Maryland, D.C. and Virginia. Metro says addressing that deficit will require more than a half billion dollars. Kane hopes that new attention focused on the Potomac Yard Station, which would serve fans attending Wizards and Capitals games at a new arena, will generate support for Metro funding in the Virginia General Assembly. Still, Virginia's gain is D.C.'s loss, and that could complicate getting new funding from the district. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. 505, it can be a deadly equation when you have children walking near school and add a speeding car. One Northern Virginia school system is about to add another reason for drivers to slow down. Here in Fauquier County, right near Coleman Elementary and Marshall Middle Schools, today there's just a yellow 25-mile-an-hour school zone sign and flashing lights. Next month, school zone speed cameras will be installed in front of a total of 12 county schools. Any driver going 11 miles an hour or more above the speed limit will be sent a $100 citation, but no points against their license. The sheriff says once the cameras are turned on, speeders will get a warning for the first 30 days. After that, it'll cost you $100. In Fauquier County, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. More places to charge your electric car in Fairfax could be coming.
They'll be in areas where charging stations aren't readily available. For many households, especially those living in condominiums or homeowners associations, they don't have a driveway of their own. John Morrill with the county says it's part of a pilot program. The 10 neighborhoods picked so far will work with an engineering firm on logistics. The ability to, to charge at home is seen as a major convenience. But some homeowner associations are finding costs is a barrier, even with the county covering part of the installation fee. They're getting quotations in the range of twenty dollars to $45,000. Moral hopes more chargers will make owning an electric car easier. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. 507, Gene Wilder was iconic in the 1971 film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Well, tonight we get the character's origin story in the colorful musical prequel Wonka. WTOP film critic Jason Fraley. As our review. Young inventor Willy Wonka dreams of opening a chocolate shop. I am a perfectly respectable size for an Oompa Loompa. An Oompa what now? Timothy Chalamet has shown range in coming-of-age comedies like Lady Bird, dramatic tearjerkers like Call Me By Your Name, and sci-fi blockbusters like Dune. In Wonka, he sings and dances with light-hearted whimsy, but lacks the mischievous edges that made Gene Wilder so deliciously dangerous. Patterson Joseph runs a chocolate cartel as the sinister Slugworth. In cahoots with Keegan-Michael Key's corrupt Cop and Olivia Coleman's kidnapping baddie, while Hugh Grant saves the day as a CGI shrunken Hoompa Loompa. Such prequels may provide a golden ticket of nostalgia, but by the time we hear pure imagination, we remember this is a world of pure recreation. I'm WTOP film critic Jason Fraley giving Wonka three and a half out of five stars. Now coming up in money news after traffic and weather. A biotech company announces a big Montgomery County expansion. I'm Ian Crawford. It's 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only fifty nine dollars. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the eights, and when it breaks, we've got Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center in Arlington. Listener finds the crash northbound on twenty nine Langston Boulevard before Lorcom Lane. Initially, all traffic was stopped in the northbound direction on twenty nine at Lorcom. Southbound traffic was getting by interloop very slow before Route seven, getting to a point near Georgetown Pike. Had one stopped in the right lane, but slow beyond it into Maryland. And all the way to 270, 395 North, some delays from Springfield getting up towards Seminary Road. Had a crash before Seminary. That is now out of the roadway. And 66 East slows into Falls Church, as it's been doing for the past couple of hours. Westbound through Vienna, Fairfax City, and Centerville. Pretty much the same story there. An outer loop delay starts at about uh, Van Dorn to the Wilson Bridge. 95 not doing too badly at all, headed south. Heaviest in Woodbridge, crash on the right shoulder uh, after Prince William Parkway was getting attention. And beyond that, the pace is pretty good for the most part. Maryland Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. Still plenty of volume delays on this Friday afternoon. But uh, dry pavement, clear weather, and uh, people behaving themselves, so not doing too badly out there. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Each doing all right between the beltways, but for volume delays and pretty much the same story on 270. Twix Papa Bites. Papa John's bakes Twix cookies in a fresh dough and gives you caramel sauce to dip it in. Enough said. Only four ninety nine. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. The forecast now with 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Jordan Evans. Pleasant weather this evening, clear skies, falling temperatures, and chilly once again tomorrow morning into the 20s and 30s, but rebound highs for your Saturday back up to 56 degrees. Now, there will be more cloud cover tomorrow, and then Sunday, that's when we're tracking more rain. Once again, it's dry to start, but rain after lunchtime, and eventually some heavy rain, potentially some flooding concerns late Sunday into early Monday, along with some gusty winds by early next week. I'm 7 News Meteorologist. 
meteorologist Jordan Evans and the First Alert Weather Center. Well, right now, we still are pretty mild. We're at 55 in Upper Marlboro, 55 in Woodbridge, 57 in downtown D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months. No payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour, and here's Ian Crawford. The Congressional Budget Office says it expects inflation to nearly hit the Federal Reserve's 2% target rate in 2024, as overall growth is expected to slow and unemployment is expected to rise into 2025. That's according to updated economic projections for the next two years. Silver Spring-based United Therapeutics unveils plans for a facility to bioengineer organs in Montgomery County. The Washington Business Journal reports the company has agreed to to a land swap with the county to build a facility near their headquarters in downtown Silver Spring. The owner of the Washington Spirit of the National Women's Soccer League adds another women's soccer team to her portfolio. Michelle Kang, founder and CEO of Falls Church-based health IT company Cognosante, has a deal to buy London City Lionesses at the second tier of English women's soccer. A record day for the Dow, closing up 57. The Nasdaq up 52. The S&P essentially unchanged. Ian Crawford, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Marlowe Furniture. Bring your style to life. See it, love it, have it at Marlowe Furniture. They have you covered with furniture so comfortable you don't have to compromise. Marlowe has a great selection of stylish, trend-setting looks in stock. Bring your style to life. Marlowe Furniture. Coming up on WTOP, members of the House of Representatives probably need to enjoy their holiday vacation because when they come back, they have just nine days to try to solve a government shutdown, or at least avoid one. We'll talk to our Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill coming up. 512. Hank Williams Jr. Are you ready for the country? Live in concert. It's a family Bocephus Live with special guest, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Alabama women. Saturday, May 18th, Chippy Lube Live. Put it apart and I was born to put it. Sale now at LiveNation.com. Hank Williams Jr., part of the Mattress Warehouse Concert Series. You got a service dog? Actually, he's a deals dog. Since I'm looking for a new car, I trained him to sniff out awesome rates, member discounts, and fast decisions. Cool, huh? But you know a Navy Federal Credit Union has all those things, right? You're right. He's got the scent. Oh, wait. Nope. That's just the bacon in my pocket. Apply for a Navy Federal Credit Union auto loan online, at a branch, or on our mobile app. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Message and data rates may apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information. Heads up, Falls Church. The future of driving has arrived. Buyer Kia is turbocharging your Friday evening with the grand unveiling of the all-new Kia EV9. The electrifying experience you've been waiting for. But it's not just about the car. Get ready for an electrifying evening packed with pulse-pounding music, gourmet hors d'oeuvres, and refreshing drinks. And did we mention a raffle extravaganza? One lucky guest could speed off with a brand new PS5. It's fun, features, and fabulous prizes all under one roof. Come see us Friday, October 13th, 4 to 8 p.m. at Bayer Kia on Broad Street in Falls Church. So buckle up, mark those calendars, and join us for an event that's more than a launch. It's a revolution. Buyer Kia's EV9 launch. We're charged up and waiting for you. See you there. Coming up, the Commanders will be without a key part of their offense this Sunday. The Wizards 
Not a very good defensive team. They face the highest scoring team in the league tonight. We have sports in 10 minutes at WTOP. College football fans, let's go bowling. The National Capital Region's college football bowl game is the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com, featuring the Virginia Tech Hokies battling the Tulane Green Wave on Wednesday, December 27th at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis. Get your tickets now at MilitaryBowl.org. More than a game, the Military Bowl benefits active duty and veteran service members. It's Virginia Tech and Tulane in the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com. Visit MilitaryBowl.org. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 515, I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm John Doman. Thanks for being with us here this evening. The House has gone home for the holidays. Believe it or not, the next deadline for avoiding a government shutdown is now just a little more than a month away. Joining us live from Capitol Hill is WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Now, Mitch, you spoke to former House Majority Leader and Maryland Congressman Stanley Hoyer this week. There's a lot of concern that there's a shutdown looming uh, a lot faster than people might think, isn't there? There really is, John. Congressman Hoyer has been through many of these shutdown showdowns, as you know, over the years. And he is very worried about the possibility of a shutdown in January. I think there's more than a potential. I think it may be more likely than less likely that we would shut down the government. Because first of all, the speaker, this brand new speaker, has said he's not going to do any more continuing resolutions. Speaking about House Speaker Mike Johnson, of course, Hoyer points out that the House is not scheduled to return until January 9th. The first of two deadlines for funds to run out is January 19th. And Hoyer notes that with travel and everything else, that really leaves only six legislative days to get to an agreement. And if a short-term spending bill is off the table, that could present some real problems. Mitch, was there any progress made in recent weeks on spending issues before the House went on the break? Well, Sean, there was lots of talk about the need to get appropriations bills done before the end of the year. But when House Speaker Johnson found that he couldn't even get a procedural vote to get the legislation to the floor, Republicans effectively threw in the towel over the last few weeks. There was no action on appropriations. So we were in this kind of legislative twilight zone where not a lot was getting done. The House did pass that big defense policy bill this week that includes the 5% pay raise for military personnel. But that's a bill that's been passed on time. Time for more than 60 years, one of the few bills where lawmakers actually meet their deadline every year. So, Mitch, the Senate is still in session right now. They're trying to get a deal done on aid to Israel and Ukraine. And, of course, it's connected to the border and, and immigration, which is something that's been a battle for decades now. How is this all going to play out? Well, there were more negotiations today on the Hill. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas was here for a a little bit. They will continue to work through the weekend and then return into session on Monday. But while progress is being made, the widespread feeling here is that there's simply no way that an agreement can be reached, then turned into legislation, then actually approved by the Senate. And keep in mind, as we've talked about, House lawmakers are no longer here. And House Republicans have made it very clear they have no intention to return to Washington during the holidays. All right, Mitch, thanks much. Have a good weekend. You too. And that's WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. Quick look at the top stories that we're working on at WTOP. Breaking news, a jury awards almost $150 million in damages to a pair of Georgia election workers over Rudy Giuliani's 2020 election lies. Friend star Matthew Perry died from the effects of ketamine and other contributing factors. His autopsy reports is out today. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. 518. 
Traffic and weather on the AIDS. Bob Imler, is everybody getting where they need to go to? They are. They're going to take a little time to do it, though. And now there's been a crash on the Beltway on the outer loop at Eisenhower Avenue in the center of the roadway. But it's in the delay, which starts at Van Dorn getting to the Wilson Bridge. So in the slow traffic already, Arlington had the crash northbound 29 at Lorcombe Lane. Initially, all traffic was stopped. And northbound George Washington Parkway near the CIA uh, in the reversible lane. So that would be the left lane going northbound at this time of day for the crash. Listener found that. An inner loop of the Beltway did have one stopped in the right lane near Georgetown Pike. It's already been slow from Route 7 and beyond Georgetown Pike getting to the American Legion Bridge. And nothing too unusual on 66, but for the volume delays we've come to expect at this hour... On the Beltway in Montgomery and Prince George's counties, more of the same, uh, really, on the inner loop from Bethesda through Landover down toward uh, Largo. Plenty of volume delays. Same on the outer loop in Andrews, which is getting a little better there. Uh, up through Greenbelt, you slow here and there. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good to go. 95 BW Parkway, just volume delays. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Jordan Evans. What a nice evening, especially for mid-December. Oh, yeah, you said it. Mid-December, we're talking temperatures in the mid-50s still. It's pleasant out there. We'll stay in the 40s even through midnight, so maybe just a jacket or two throughout the evening. Uh, eventually, we're into the 30s early tomorrow. Still could have a light freeze outside of the Beltway, but tomorrow actually be pretty nice once again. Highs back up to 56 or 57. Clouds will come in throughout the day. No rain for your Saturday. And Sunday, rain doesn't start likely until lunchtime, so not a complete washout on Sunday. However, as we go into the evening hours, that's when the rain picks up in intensity and the winds pick up too so sunday evening i would plan to probably stay home or at least be inside uh, for your sunday evening as those conditions will be quite dangerous potentially with some of the high wind gusts we're tracking 45 to even 50 miles per hour and the rain will be quite heavy too as we go into monday rain clears out winds stay up and the temperatures fall by tuesday it's 40s for highs but wind chills in the 20s Right now, 53 in Arlington, 57 in Northeast, 52 at Silver Spring, and 56 still in Gaithersburg. And all of all of this is brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up, Rudy Giuliani ordered to pay a shocking amount of money to two Georgia election workers that a judge ruled he defamed. A special report coming up next. It's 521. America needs a reliable supply of semiconductors. Only one company designs and manufactures leading-edge logic chips in the U.S., and that's Intel. With support from the CHIPS Act, Intel is investing more than $100 billion over five years to make America a semiconductor leader, bringing innovation, opportunity, and jobs to America. By expanding in Arizona, New Mexico, Oregon, and Ohio, we will fill vital supply chain gaps and boost our economic and national security. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. Meet Greg. Greg is a scammer. He impersonates your bank in text messages, emails, and phone calls so he can steal your money. But Greg is angry. Why is he angry? Because you went to banksneveraskthat.com and got scam smart. Now instead of paying for Greg's next vacation, your money is safely locked away in your bank account. Poor Greg. Not. Get great tips to keep your money safe from scammers and even test your scam IQ with our new quiz at banksneveraskthat.com. Go ahead. Ruin a scammer's day at banksneveraskthat.com. 
It's Toyotathon, Toyota's biggest event of the year. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make Toyotathon shopping twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. With just a click, twice the Toyotathon selection, twice the Toyotathon savings, and all backed by the incredible customer service of these two Beltway Toyota superstores. Bring your trade to save even more. Everyone knows the best Toyota deals are at year end. The Thon is on. Shop Toyotathon at twicethechoices.com. Breaking news on WTOP. CBS News Special Report. A jury has ordered Rudy Giuliani to pay nearly $150 million to two Georgia election workers who sued him for making defamatory statements about them following the 2020 election. He admitted the threats they said they got were deplorable but maintained he had nothing to do with them. Ruby Freeman was thankful for the ruling. Today's a good day. A jury stood witness to what Rudy Giuliani did to me and my daughter and held him accountable. Giuliani outside the courthouse. The absurdity of the number merely underscores the entire proceeding where I've not been allowed to offer one single piece of evidence in defense, of which I have a lot. So I am quite confident when this case gets before a fair tribunal, it'll be reversed so quickly. CBS News Special Report. I'm Stacy Lynn. And stay with us here on WTOP. More reaction and analysis all through the day. 523, the man who killed two people who worked at the senior living facility he lived in has pleaded guilty now in a Prince George's County courtroom. It was just unreal. It was unreal what happened that day. Today, 63-year-old Roy Batson pleaded guilty for killing two employees at his senior living facility in Capitol Heights in 2021. State's attorney Aisha Braveboy says she is seeking a life sentence. The emotion, the raw emotion of someone finding out that their mother was killed at a place that she worked, where she was delivering services to the elderly. The victims are 46-year-olds Makita Evans and Michelle Boateng. Cheyenne Coran, WTOP News. Two years behind bars. That's the sentence handed down today to the mother of a six-year-old boy who shot his teacher at a Newport News, Virginia elementary school earlier this year. Deja Taylor pleaded guilty back in August to state felony child neglect. Her son told investigators that he got his mother's handgun by climbing onto a drawer to reach her purse. He later shot his teacher, Abby Zwerner, in front of her first grade class at Rich Neck Elementary. Last month, Deja Taylor was sentenced to 21 months in a federal prison for using marijuana while owning a gun. Hey, we want to give a shout out to a longtime reporter with our partners at 7 News who's hanging up his hat tonight. Today is D.C. Bureau Chief Sam Ford's last day. Sam Ford has been with Channel 7 for the past 36 years. He spent nearly five decades as a journalist. He's been such a figure here in our city for such a long time. And I've, I've seen him a lot out mm-hmm. covering different stories around D.C. Just always a nice guy. And the number of people that go up to him and say hi and just have complimentary things. And just regular people that live around the city, Mm -hmm. it's staggering. You don't see that with many reporters. Well, Sam, good luck and uh, enjoy that retirement. Well-earned. Well-deserved. Absolutely. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think red. All right, George Wallace, the Commanders, and the Rams on paper. This does not look like a good matchup for no, Washington. I don't think it's going to be look good on paper or in real life either on Sunday. <laughs> against the Rams. Uh, Washington heading to L.A. We know there are four games left in this regular season. They're going to be without Brian Robinson and James Smith-Williams, both out due to injury. Sadiq Charles, however, will be activated. Other